This is a Little Empire podcast. We're doing a mini festival with your favourite shows in Auckland, New Zealand on February 25th and 26th. Details and tickets are at littleempirepodcast.com slash live. The following episode contains spoilers for the first half of Split. It contains no spoilers for the second half, though, or because we haven't seen the second half. Why haven't we seen the second half? I'll tell you why. Because we are... Yes, indeed. We are the Walkout Boys. I'm Joseph Moore. My name is Nick Sampson. And each week we go and see a feature-length blockbuster film at the cinema. Wouldn't have it any other way. A new release film. A new release. Brand spanking new film. But guess what? We only watch half of it. We walk out at exactly halfway for no reason other than to talk about the first half here on this podcast. And then also on this podcast, try Guess What Happens in the Second Half. Great summation of what the podcast is, Joseph. Thank you. I like to do it each week. One of top ten, Ari. Thank you. Uh, this week we went to see Split, which is the new movie from the mind, from the the brain, from oh, the dream, from the dreams of M Night Shyamalan, and scrawled onto a napkin <laughs> as he awoke. When because you know it's important to keep a dream diary, yes, and you, and you got to write it down very quickly, and then but you in, don't remember what happens at the end of the dream, so you make up a twist. Yeah, when he instead of like a diary by his bed, he just has a laptop with final draft open, so he gets up and quickly types out his dream, and and his dreams have been not good of late. <laughs> he dreamed uh, a whole thing about the um, the cartoon show Avatar: The Airbender, Last Airbender. Yeah, I think he maybe had been watching The Last Airbender. He had a dream which was kind of a bad version of that show and then made that into a movie. He's determined to come back with some better dreams now because he's just done another horror, uh, The Visit. Has he done? I don't know. I haven't been following him. I gave up on Shyamalan and he didn't even direct it, but he uh, produced it. It was Devil. Oh, Uh, that was the one that was like from the mind of him. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, ah. They kept bragging that it was from his mind. And we're like, we, do we trust his mind? Yeah. Is his mind okay? Uh, that was the one where it was set all in an elevator. And one we knew at the beginning, one person in the elevator was Satan. And it could have been anybody in that Vader. Yeah. I guess one of the problems is film is a visual medium. And an elevator is not one of the best places to set an and entire movie. An entire movie where you're just wondering who Satan I haven't seen it, so uh, I can't comment it. But I have seen half of Split. Uh, yes, I've seen half of Split also, um, and I really liked it. Did you? Yes. Oh, what did you think? I thought, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. <laughs> well, then hey, let's uh, war out these two vastly <laughs> different opinions. Well, Roger Ebert over here. <laughs> it's always good for one person to have a strong journalist. opinion and the other person to have no opinion. <laughs> That's, yeah, that was that was the Skeezel and Ebert way, I, I believe. So, so Split is uh, James McAvoy playing one man who's got 25 or something. And he's got 20. According, I didn't meet 24 split personalities in the movie, but according to publicity for the film, uh, he has 24 personalities and the 25th is about to be unleashed. Oh, and that is the Beast? Yes, I I think so. So yeah, he, he's a man with... Um, he, he remember me myself and Irene, mm-hmm. where there was Hank and who? I think it was just him and Hank, right? There wasn't another one, was there? Yeah, no, but one was called Hank and, and one, one was, was called Irene. No, it wasn't Irene. 
Renee Zellweger was Irene. All oh, right, and it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, Fine. me. Okay, so well, there's me and myself. And are you familiar with the concept of schizophrenia, dear listener? Um, anyway, this guy got mega schizophrenia. He's got the biggest schizophrenia there ever was. Yeah, the most tremendous. He's got, he's got tremendous schizophrenia. It's huge. He's got. Yeah, 20, 25 different characters living inside him. And they are not all as funny as Hank. <laughs> um, and they're quite funny, though. Uh, Some of them might be, though. We didn't meet them all. <laughs> so he's he's living in this, I guess, um, de- derelict dungeon house and competing with all these um, personalities in his brain. One is a uh, fashion designer um mm-hmm. just uh who, who loves talking shop called barry called barry one is uh miss patricia miss patricia who's, yes. who's a kind of uh uptight housekeeper yeah of sorts one is dennis who very unfortunately is a pedophile and yeah or is, is yeah. he yeah he like yeah well yeah. he likes like yes. yeah she the, the the describe is he likes to watch young girls dance without clothes on he's a latent pedophile i think that's pretty Pedoph- okay, he's bad. He's ba- he's a bad but boy. The- but but we also learned that it comes from childhood uh, abuses and things. There's Was a- one personality abused, abused, and not the others? No, I think I think that. I mean, obviously, this isn't a real thing, is it? I don't know. Can you have twenty? <laughs> We've well, seen like two, two or three movies on the subject. Maybe it is real. Can you have different? But you can't have different people living inside you. That's not true. You can eat your twin in the womb. <laughs> okay. I know that. Okay. Uh, Maybe he ate 25 twins in the womb. That's possible. And absorbed what they were going to be. Um, but I think he got abused. The, the, well, this this implies... The host body. Yeah. Was Kevin abused. got Kevin. abused and turned into 25 different people. Or 24 what, and, and the 25th who have, who, is about or, to be revealed. Yeah. And is a beast. And is a beast. We'll get to that. Anyway, the kind of... Oh, he's a beast. <laughs> that's a great, great slang there. The... Uh, the 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 kind of thing we are I guess ignoring so far is that what this um but all of this would be nothing if he had kidnapped it, <laughs> three teenage girls and was keeping them in his house room style oh like the movie the room room no just in a room yeah not like <laughs> well I, you're in this room room style <laughs> why room style because it's a room no rooms of the film about the person who gets trapped in, right. in a room yeah it was weird when he said room style. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why his character. One of his characters is a well, big film buff. <laughs> yeah, one of his characters is a real, real cinephile, but also like does nineties uh, kind of catchphrases. Yeah, he's yeah. Big. <laughs> and, and so he cut, he's a nineties kid. Yeah, he's a nineties kid who has seen. But the- he's a mille- one of his characters is a millennial who's basically got nothing. He's got a film degree. Yeah, and he's like, I got mo- multiple personalities, like John Cusack in Identity Style. <laughs> No, we can't stop making stuff up yet, because this is going to get very confusing. <laughs> okay, yeah. That doesn't happen. Have you seen Identity with John Cusack? No. Uh, he's got about nine personalities in that one. God, isn't it a good twist when it's it's the twist is that they're always the same person? Yeah. You never see it coming. This In, in, in Identity, it's the whole movie. So, spoiler alert for the 2001 film, Identity. The spoiler alert is uh, that the whole movie was all John Cusack's identities having a fight. And then it like zooms out of his brain and he's in a hospital. They're like, Mr. Cusack, time for your pills. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that, that's like Shutter Island. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he was impatient. <laughs> so, uh, well, we can definitely expect a twist in this film. It's, it's all Shyamalan does. Mm. So I'm excited for that. So anyway, the kind of plot, it, we, we begin with these uh, three young girls 
Two of them are friends. One is a bit of an outcast. Yeah, and they're kidnapped via chloroform mm. uh, by one one of the bad personalities. Dennis. Dennis. Who is a neat freak. Yeah, he's a pedophile and neat freak. Classic pedophile move. Classic neat freak move. Yeah. You never, it's, never have one without the other. <laughs> so you're saying that all neat freaks are pedophiles? But conversely, also... All pedophiles are neat freaks. Yeah, so that's a, a positive for the pedophiles, a negative for the neat freaks. True, yeah. I think uh, it's good to be a neat freak. Yeah, the bad part is being a pedophile. <laughs> yes, which just comes with the job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it's your room. Very messy. So, well yeah. done. <laughs> Yucko. Um, so he is kidnapping these kids, and he's got locked them in the room because he thinks that he keeps saying uh, they're going to be food for the beast. Oh, yeah, so let's let's talk about this beast. Well, let's, we've, yeah. we've been throwing let's... the term beast around. Yeah. Okay, so two of the personalities like adhere to some sort of religion or something whereby they believe in a beast. That's true. That's what's implied to us. Yes. And the beast, he's a... Like, it looks like a... Does he look like a beast? Now, you're talking with me like I've seen any more <laughs> of the film than you have. Uh, because when we left, there had been no sign of this beast... And I certainly don't know any more than you do. <laughs> well, I'm asking for you to, like, guess what? We saw a, a child's drawing of the beast. Okay. And he Drawn, looked... Drawn by uh, Hedwig. Who's Hedwig? The kid. One of his... The one in the yellow jacket. He's a kid. He's like, I'm Hedwig. I have red socks. Oh, Heinrich. Hedwig. Hed- Heinrich. Hedwig's an owl from Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, it's not just an owl. It's also one of the characters. Maybe, maybe, it, maybe in, in maybe Shyamalan's dream, he dreamed about Harry Potter. He'd just be watching Harry Potter. <laughs> it was Heinrich. Okay, so so oh, so the child one of the characters. I assume so. Drew the um the beast. I didn't get he was a child. I thought he was just a weirdo. Ah. Uh. So when he kissed one of the teenage girls, he was like, "I never tried kissing." Before. Yeah, he's a nine-year-old boy. Ah, uh, I Is thought Dennis into him. That's. I don't know. That's weird. Can if you have multiple personalities, can, can you they have sex? With, well, I guess. I guess if you're just jerking off. Yeah. You could That would be one of the upsides. You'd, is that you would never have to jerk off. It would always be someone else like, giving you a hand job. <laughs> oh dear. One of the very few <laughs> positives of the uh, very difficult life that we're not making light of here on this podcast. I think we can make light of it. I don't think it exists. <laughs> You're, you're, you've done no research, Nick. It could well exist. You'll eat those words. If, if, if any of our listeners have 25 personalities, let us know. Yeah. Please, drink me to some think piece that talks about how we all need to be nicer to me, myself, and Irene people. I don't think these people exist. Also, if you have 25 personalities and you listen to our podcast, can you please download the podcast 25 times? Because that, At least. that is not accurate numbers. People, you know, advertisers want to see our numbers and... Yeah, you're only counting for one person, and rate well. us on iTunes. But if you, if some of your people don't like it, please don't have them rate us. Yes, we'll keep them away from. And talk, what's their problem? Yeah, talk them round. <laughs> a big thing about the the the, the characters is that they, well, inside James McAvoy, is that they're all trying to uh, uh, be the one who is in control of the body. And they call that finding the light. Yeah, right? yeah. Like um, when when you're trying to find a light, I. Yeah, when you're in your house, yeah, to, when you to, get home to, and it's to, dark, to, to and turn you, it on. And that's what it's like inside his head. I think so. They're just f- reaching around for a um, for a switch. Yeah, and but sometimes they pretend to be the other 
Oh, it's very confusing. Oh, it's so confusing, you guys. <laughs> this, is, this is the hardest one to explain. Because I don't know if you understand. When you're watching a lot of these characters, it's just the one guy. <laughs> He's doing all the stuff with his face, which you're like, you're very good at acting. But... It's, yeah, no, they are all pretending to be each a lot, other. Now, this is, like, this is... It shouldn't... We shouldn't have to say this, but I think in a movie, if you're going to have different characters, they should be played by different people. Yeah, well, normally... But they, uh, I think the uh, Ferrari brothers really changed the game with me, myself, and Irene. That's true. Mm, and uh, and Norbert as well. Oh yeah, Norbert. But uh, they had the decency to be different. But they weren't. That's the twist in Norbert, right? That they were Norbert the... and the fat woman and the Asian man are all one. I assume so. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen any of Norbert. Um. So uh, that's how Meet the Clumps ends. Yes. They all merge back into one yeah. plump no. of a person. <laughs> like, Mr. Murphy, meet the clumps. And it's just a mirror in front of him. Like, no! <laughs> That's what the name... He doesn't fuck. Fucking hell. All right, we need, we need, we need to bring ourselves in, Nick, because this is this is a serious movie we're talking about. We're not, we're not talking about a fighting movie. We're talking about a movie about child kidnapping, mm-hmm. about but the potential for abuse, and more importantly, the potential for a beast. Yeah. Now, this beast. Is he a beauty? <laughs> well, uh, that's what I'm worried about, because... If, uh, are you thinking this is going to be a beauty in the beast tale? This is going to be... As we've discussed in uh, Passengers, you know... All films, all films are allegorical <laughs> of a child's fairy tale. And so he's he's kidnapped three three beauties, but, I guess according to him, he's, yeah. he's the pedophile. Um, he's kidnapped three beauties, mm-hmm. and he's gonna turn into a beast. I'm, is is the beast gonna be the twenty fifth personality? I think so. It's and, about to be revealed. And will it be a hot beast like in Beauty of the Beast, or just a gross beast like normal beasts? Yeah. Okay. That I don't know. A... Like, when, it, when I see a beast out and about, ugh. what like, if the... no? Thank you. <laughs> No, I would not date or kiss that beast, but... What if the real beast is man? I guess it would be anyway, because he's a man. <laughs> yeah, he's 25 mans. <laughs> what if this is a less of a Beauty and the Beast tale and more of a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs tale? Okay, explain to me how this is a Snow White okay, and Okay, well, Dwarfs let, me, let me take you through this. Snow White, a.k.a. one of the girls. Okay. Who cares which one? The Seven Dwarfs. Happy, grumpy, silly, slippy, dopey, smiley. Slippy? Winky, you know. What does Slippy do? It, oh, it's obvious he's falling over all the time. Okay. For comic effect. Uh, what if they were all just one guy? One split dwarf. And that's why they're dwarfs, because they're a normal sized person. Cutting seven. Wait, no, no. I'm saying that what, the, <laughs> that what if the dwarf was just one, it was one guy and he had all but these. That's bit- why they manifest as dwarfs. Because they're cut into... Because they're only a seven. Oh, person. I see. Right. I thought you meant they've been cut into seven pieces. Which oh. is the story of Mickey Mouse's broomstick. <laughs> which is another... All right. Let's stop talking about this. <laughs> we basically got to all that I can remember of the movie <laughs> so far. <laughs> okay. No, no. Let's let's get some key details. Some key details that will help us in getting the second half. Okay. We need to get them across. Yeah. One of the girls is an expert marksman. Yes, the main girl. The main girl, who's the girl from The Witch. Mm-hmm. She's been trained. We, through flashbacks, we learn she's been trained by her father um, how to shoot a gun. She's a good hunter. And yeah. I think that's kind of what she's doing. Mm. She's hunting him by letting yeah. him get close to so her. So is it Snow White and the Huntsman? Oh, Winter's War. <laughs> we never really uh, established what season this was set in. Uh, I think winter, maybe autumn. Uh, so... 
then uh, we, we we also learned something just before we left. Um, we learned uh, that he was having a meeting with his. Oh, he's got a psychi- a psychiatrist who's well wanted to cash in on this personality dis- disorder. Yeah, she there's a an extended scene where she just has a Skype with the university and explains, like thankfully for us, everything about how the uh, <laughs> yeah. how the dis- the um, condition not the disease works. Um, yeah, so she's she's very helpful for exposition. I was trying to remember what happened in their final. Um, I think we just learnt that uh, Dennis. That Dennis was pretending to be Barry, who was at, throughout all of this James McAvoy. Yes. Uh, so, in case you don't understand how films work, James McAvoy <laughs> was pretending to be uh, Dennis, Dennis, who was pretending, pretending to, be to be Barry. Yes. Yeah. Which but, is a lot, but not, the, un, not dissimilar to when Robin Williams was pretending to be his character in Mrs. Doubtfire, who was pretending to be Mrs. Doubtfire. Absolutely. Um, and uh, not dissimilar to. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, who was pretending to be Viola, who was pretending to be uh-huh. uh, a boy. Not dissimilar to Gwyneth Paltrow, who was pretending to be Gwyneth Paltrow when she was, in fact, fat Gwyneth Paltrow in Shallow Hell. There's a lot of similarities between films here, I guess you could say. <laughs> this is one of the most All art films. draws from past art, is what I'm saying. But are you ready for this, Nick? This has never happened before in Walkout Boys history. Okay, I'm not ready. Okay. Well, what is it? Get ready. I'm about to pepper in some new information. Oh, I was ready for I this. Have, no, because you told me you were going to do this. That only I have from the second half of the film. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. As we uh, walked back to the parking lot halfway through the film, I lost. I had left the parking ticket in the cinema. I left it on my seat. I had to run back into the cinema to get the parking ticket. Yeah. Well, this is frankly unforgivable. In my eyes, so for the you first time ever, podcast, a walkout boy walked back in. This is bullshit. That's right. And I saw approximately 15 seconds of, oh, of the juicy, film. Juicy, juicy second half. 50 seconds. And okay, without, context, without context of anything, this is what I saw. Okay. James McAvoy yeah. was dressed as a priest. <laughs> he was dressed as a priest. And he said... The beast is the highest form of human evolution. Oh, God. And then I walked out. (laughs) Priest. The beast is the highest form of human evolution. Okay. It sounds like they brought in a more exposition-y guy. (laughs) Who's a priest character. (laughs) A fun thing they do in the movie that James McAvoy does is dress up as the people. (laughs) (laughs) So when he's Miss Patricia, he's like... But always a bit half-assed, like because when you're changing personalities every ten minutes, you don't have well, it's time. It's like your classic uh, touring one-person show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With them, got a few, just one little, uh, little one costume little item to show to show the character. Mm. So that he wears kind of a shawl around his um, shoulders. But this was a full priest outfit, so this had meant a lot to him. He had really gone all out to dress up and say to us, "The beast is the highest form of human evolution." Then I had my ticket. I walked out. All right. Again. Again. This is your this is your but, one warning, otherwise you're off. You're out of you're right. out of this podcast. People are lining up to be a part of this. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, before we do that, though, we, we should uh, obviously um, check in on our good friend James Cromwell to make sure that he is alive, alive and, and Cromwell. Yes. So when we last uh, spoke with James Cromwell, what? Yes, that's right. With James Cromwell, we are in touch with the man. Uh, he said that he would like some questions from us. We put out a call in our last podcast uh, to hear those questions from you. You've sent us some to our Facebook page, Nick. Do you, do you have any? Uh, Flynn said, uh, 
if he was any kind of sandwich, which one would he be? Classic uh, interview question. That is a very good uh, interview question. Um, and then he, Flynn also asked, what is James Cromwell's stance on communism from the point of view of a Cuban citizen? So I don't know if Flynn is from Cuba. Um, maybe, but Maybe he knows James or, Cromwell is such a good actor, he'll be able to act the part of a Cuban citizen. Well, I'll leave it up to his interpretation. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we haven't asked him these yet. This is the slowest interview of all time. Uh, we're just reading out some of the questions we will be submitting to James, and hopefully by next podcast we will have but some But le- well, let me just make sure that he is alive. Oh, because, yes. Uh, oh, we haven't done that yet. God, this God, will be the worst God forbid time. that... <laughs> all right. Oh, he's got a little pig emoji after his... Oh, gosh, he's the best. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, guys, he, he, a day ago he tweeted... Um, Someone, someone said, "I loved you in First Contact." In, in st- 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 First Contact. Star Trek, so, first oh yeah. Contact. If we could only skip fifty years ahead, in which a united Earth would be a reality, and then James Cromwell said, "Wouldn't it be nice?" Obviously, always fighting for world peace. But that was a day ago, so I mean, that's the most up to date thing I can find on him. Well, we if, know we know he's alive in Cromwell at least a day ago. Okay. And and like like so many of us is uh, is dreaming of a better world. Until we can get that live feed on him going, there will be probably no uh, better up to date. We want him face- on Facebook Live at all times, just like with a GoPro dangling in front of his face. Yeah, like yeah. you have at the zoo. Yeah. Um, great. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, he, uh, uh, but keep the questions coming. Uh, we we won't. We'll ask them in two days from now, our time. So uh, we we'd love to hear them, and uh, we will be asking James your questions. Once more, Workout Boys is in the process of uh, getting a new sponsor. We have some great leads, and hopefully, we'll be bringing you that soon. And also, Joseph Moore. No, somebody has disconnected the skybox, and I can't watch my stories on the TV now. It's called television shows and movies, and no, you you were using it too much, and I just I'm trying to keep you out of my house whatever possible that's why i've disconnected cable television uh I, there are there are no longer dunkaroos in the cupboard because you were eating them all one a day for lunches that's, that's all. right captain joe needs his dunkaroos because when you're out collecting lawn trimmings to bring them be them bringing them to people or taking them from people dunkaroos keep them going so wait, are you sponsored by Dunkaroos? I surely am, my friend. Dunkaroos keep no, Captain Joe's going no, while he's sponsoring the Walkout Boys. No, you, not only have you ambushed, ambushed my sponsor segment of my podcast, someone is ambushing you and you don't even know it. That's uh, You're getting paid by Dunkaroos? No. <laughs> you, I guess you don't know this. I don't on, understand money. No, Let me tell you. Money I understand favors. You buy Dunkaroos, you get a bag of lawn trimmings. You receive lawn trimmings, a thing you're constantly trying to get no, rid of. No, I'm buying the, buying the Dunkaroos. You buy the Dunkaroos? With a bag of lawn trimmings, yes, sir. Oh, okay, this, this makes a little more sense, but you don't need to give them anything if you're buying them. No. I'm going to teach you a little bit about economics here, Captain Joe. I'm in debt to the Dunkaroos, my friend. I've done terrible things for them. They're making me run drugs. Uncle Toby's Dunkaroos are making Captain Joe of Captain Joe's Lawn Trimmings run drugs in between. This is why I'm going, my business is booming. It's because I have to tell you, my friend, my friend, I'm a deep shit, okay? I'm running drugs inside these big bags of lawn trimmings. It's pure crystal meth. It's going out and coming in at a race of knots. 
you seen those five piles of lawn trimmings on my back garden full of crystal meth? All to the brim, sir. Oh, my God. No, we I need... keep there. You can't, can't get to the window. All right, you lay low. You stay here one more night, but you are out. All you right. Out. You take your lawn trimmings with you. I don't want anything to do with you again, okay. you, Joe. I'll be out in the morning. But until then, what are we, what are we having for dinner? Welcome back to Walkout Boys. All right. So when we last left, old mate James McAvoy in his bunker. He w- he was his pedophile character pretending to be his fashion designer character. Yeah. Oh, and then you saw him as a priest. So oh, let's yeah. bridge that gap. <laughs> James McAvoy's pedophile character walks outside and puts on a priest outfit. I'm a priest, he says. It's me, the priest one. This This character is not fully formed. <laughs> This came from a real deep part of Shyamalan's dream. <laughs> he had not, he had not formulated any character names or the kind priest of has like Shyamalan's like mother's face on. <laughs> so he goes into the bunker with the girls. And he's like, "I am the priest, and the beast is the highest form of man, the highest form of human evolution." Now we've got to remember what human evolution is to figure out what the highest form of it would be. Oh. So, so we started off with little grubs. We grew um, you know, we we grew arms and legs for walking, and uh, we grew um opposable thumbs to help us. Sorry, we started off as little grubs, and then we grew arms and legs for walking. It's I is that I, your understanding of it, and then just yes. and then human. Look, I I ain't no Darwin, sir, but this is. My vague understanding of it. Okay, please tell me. Okay, we started with little grubs. <laughs> and we, that day, grew arms and legs uh, for walking. Yeah. Um, then what? Opposable thumbs. Yes. And I've heard of What? Th- opposable thumbs. No. For opening cans. Yeah. So we, so with this grub with big, beefy, mat. Where the head? Uh, yeah, a head. Monkeys, you idiot. Yeah. There was a monkey I'm part to it. the middleman. You can't skip. No, we're talking. I don't uh, have to explain evolution to our smart listeners. Clearly, you can't explain. <laughs> it skipped. I did day one, and I read the first page and the last page. All right, fine. Okay. So grubs, with yeah. arms and Leg. thumbs for opening cans. <laughs> man, that's a man, right? Then what? Well, when those t- is that when it's you know those t-shirts that everyone has that says like that has like the it's like. All the different stages of evolution at the like end. Like a silhouette of a... Yeah, yeah. And at the end, it's like a graphic designer or something yeah. funny. In your version, it's just a grub. One grub. And then the next thing is a grub with arms and legs and a thumbs for opening kids. And what's the next one? Um, a graphic designer. Yeah. Okay. And then what's oh. the... Fu- like this new version. Oh, the new version. So, well, how do we keep evolving from our current state? Let's, let's establish everyone knows what a human being looks like. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. So, how do we keep evolving from here? Well, a I've heard a rumor um, that shoulder blades are angel wings on on the way. Okay. So, angel wings. Oh, so he's gonna grow wings. Yeah, wings. That's one thing the beast will have. Uh, what are some other good skills that? Um, maths. Uh, maths. Being really good. Really good. Like at maths. better than a calculator. Okay, so the maths. <laughs> the beast will be better. Having than a an calculator. inbuilt calculator. Yes. Wow. A uh, uh, graphic calculator or just. Box standard. Uh, graphic, yeah, yeah. There's the a one that can do like the tri- trick, sign, and, sign and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, binoculars for eyes. Oh, that's good. Mm. Um, a cushion on its butt oh, for, for sitting, sitting yeah. for sitting at like you know outdoor events, concerts. Mm, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. A um, it'll have a little cup for weighing in. 
Oh, and a cup for drinking out of. Yeah. One hand is a cup. One hand is a cup for drinking out of. One hand is a cup for peeing in. Yeah, <laughs> Were you them. saying it's the same cup? <laughs> no, no. There's two cups okay. for hands. And it's always, always getting them confused. Sometimes evolution is cruel, well, as, <laughs> as we learned from Darwin. That would be a that I imagine that would be a, a whole thing. It's like, are you left cupped or right cupped? Yeah. <laughs> which you prefer to pee in and which you prefer to drink out of? Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole cultural thing in the beast world. So, <laughs> the beast has two cups for hands, a cushion for a butt, binoculars for eyes, angel wings. Um, it has uh, shoulder pads. Sh- shoulder pads. Yeah, for um for for looking just like looking a strong, powerful, strong executive. <laughs> So yeah, it gives, for getting a good job, it has been closing shoulders. business deals. Yeah, a firm handshake, which unfortunately it has to do with a cup. Yeah, um, it has, uh, it has uh, Photoshop. Oh, that's good. That's that's useful. Yeah, it's always so. That's the graphic designer part. Yeah, that we all knew uh, would become the end of evolution. It says internal Photoshop, which is great for inside its brain. It's always editing stuff, but no way of printing. But that's that's lucky uh, because we live in a paperless world. Yeah, yeah. It's, it cares about the environment. It also has heelys. Heelys. Oh, the you know wheels, when the wheels that pop out the back, the back of your shoe. Yeah, yeah. Does it have shoes or just feet with heelys? Um, it does have shoes, uh, but they're New Balance. Oh no, they're, they're like it's feet. It's feet and New Balance shoes. Well, evolution obviously didn't realize uh, that New Balance were going to become the official shoe of Donald Trump. Sometimes evolution makes a, a bad choice. Yeah, well, and then doesn't want to sh- throw. That's it. the beauty of evolution. It's not perfect. Right? Yeah. But well, this is all what's going to happen to the beast. This is this big description to the yeah. to these well, we haven't met this teenagers beast. who are just like, okay, please let us go, you terrifying, <laughs> terrifying man. Um, but exactly. he doesn't because one of his uh, personalities is still a pedophile that would like to keep these children mm. in his house. So uh, what? But his uh, main guy, the uh, the uh, fashion designer Barry, is a good boy. Mm. Um, all he wants to do is design fashion. Yeah, uh, like, I want to do fashion, yeah. fashion. I want to make fashion. I'm Barry. That is kind of how he talked. Yeah. Uh, and so he doesn't want the burden of three kidnapped children in his house. You know, no one has done that and become a famous fashion designer apart from, you know, I assume... A Versa- couple of them. Versace. <laughs> you know? um, some, bad, some bad news there. But uh, so he's got to call up some of the other personalities. Get them on the help phone. Him. So he's up. Bing, bing, bing. Is that how he talks to them? He calls them up on a phone? A little phone inside his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bing, bing, bing. It's a little chicken ringtone. Hey, it's Barry here. Who am I talking to? Oh, I'm the sleepy one. Oh, Sam, you sleepy head. Oh, please call another day. Oh, Sam, I need, I need your help. What's going on? Well, I got these kids, and they're all trapped down in the bunker. Dennis has got them. You oh. gotta tell the others. Okay. I guess my job as a social media correspondent uh, will help in that regard. Also, Sam sends out a uh, group email. A viral tweet. <laughs> a viral tweet? Goes viral inside uh, Kevin's head. Yeah, there's a whole social media network inside right. his head. Uh, and, but since it's 20, it, got, it gets uh, 21 faves. Right. The tweet, which is pretty good. It's gets a, a reply thing. from um, Christina. Oh, who's Christina? Hey, it's me, Christina. Oh, hello. Um, hey. It's, uh, I'm just um, thinking about what to do for my uh, year after I finish college. Thought I might go traveling. Also, Christina, she's like a... She's just, I don't know what I want to do with my life, you know? Just um, just a, just a girl, you know, thinking oh, oh, about... Oh, well, Christina, we've got a... We've got a... 
a whole lot of teenage girls kidnapped, and I, I really want to get back to my fashion business. So could you help? Um, yeah, it just sounds like a lot of work, you know. Just, I'm just not really sure what it would be with my life, you know. I don't want to help people. I want to help people, but not like you know white people. So I want to help like minorities or something, well, you know. Uh, like, one of the the two white girls, one. one I just feel like I wouldn't be doing enough, you know. Like maybe I'll just um. I, I think I'd do better work if I just went to, um, you know, like went to Africa and helped out in Africa and all that. Well, one of his personalities goes to Africa, and the um, and now this becomes a real logistical nightmare because when one goes to Africa, well, his, the whole um, body's got to go. The whole to Africa. body got to go to Africa when his one flaky teen personality goes there. So, um, but she finds out pretty quickly she doesn't like it. No, no, and it was just like she was just doing it for attention mm. and. Uh, but we meet some of the other the other characters inside. Uh, the, 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 well, the, the, plane, the plane ride back from Africa is a good chance to meet meet quite a few as they talk about what the plan is once they get back. Hey, hey, why isn't this head this headrest is too big? It's too close to me. Uh, get it back. Why do we, who? Why do we spring for first class? It's oh. me, Greg. He's the guy grumpy. is unhappy with everything. <laughs> oh wow, he's a, what a grumpy personality. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Um. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, excuse me. Oh, what do you want? Excuse me. Um, it's me, Hans. Uh, I'm oh, hoping. Hans. I'm looking to find the. Uh, I'm looking to find the museum, the local museum. Excuse me. I hate that one. That one character that's a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> very, <laughs> very annoying. He's so annoying, and he's always. Uh, oh, maybe we can like be hanging out. Uh, after this, uh, we c- you can show me the museum and maybe go go get a coffee or something. Hey, it's me, Dan. Uh, just just want to let you know that your head just starting to grow over my property a little bit. So uh, if you could just come around and trim it, I'll trim it if you like. Uh, but uh, just letting you know, just letting you know. Otherwise, also uh, we're going to be away. Me and Sharon are taking the kids out to uh, to the lake for the weekend. So uh, yeah. If you just uh, watch our, oh, our letterbox. One of his personalities is just the kind of bland neighbor <laughs> of all the other personalities. Yeah, I did. That is, he's going to be no help. No, uh, no, no. Getting the kidnapped teenagers. Okay, well, you got to got to meet this new um, personality. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it just a baby? <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's, god. Oh, uh, what? There's a there's, there's another character though. Oh wow, who who? It's me. John, I'm a CIA agent trained in brutal martial arts and weapons. I'll get you girls out right after I finish jerking off. Oh, I can't stop it. I'm addicted to it. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. He's <laughs> awful. I know. <laughs> he has no help at all. He sucks. He sucks so much. You'd think he'd be helpful. No. But he's then he's really limited by his, he's just, his addiction. He's a chronic masturbator. Oh. It, it's not even a sexual thing. He just can't, he can't help it. He doesn't. It. Oh, God. I hate him. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well, who else is in there? Let's let's have a look. Rufus. Well, and and we laugh now, Nick. But yeah. um, a dog is going to be quite helpful at rescuing girls uh, who are trapped. That's true. That's true. Um, Hello, humans. My name is Kevin Tron Five Thousand. Oh, robot. I am a robot sent from the future to save humans. Oh. And you, just how often do you spend 
plan plan on spending jerking off today? <laughs> All the time no. I get up. No, no, no. It was just me. It was me, John, pretending oh, to God. be a robot. So now, oh, then, then we get this um, whole confusing thing because we know his personalities love pretending to be each other. So um, yeah. you know, it starts becoming like, hey, hey. I hear you're going away for the weekend. Would you like us to collect? It's like, no, it's John doing the neighbor, you know? And then it's like, um, um, uh, woof, 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 woof. Oh, is that Christina pretending to be the the tourist? Oh. Being the dog. God, it's a very confusing movie. It's so confusing. But uh, luckily, a big twist is going to happen, as uh, (laughs) as we all know, with M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, So... on the flight back from Africa, all the personalities are in deep conflict. They're all pretending to be each other. And it turns out that this is just qu- quite an awful condition uh, to have. It's you know, Everyone's, everyone, no one is getting along inside his head. Uh, everyone's reaching for light switches. Mm. The lights are not on. It's unfortunate. Mm. Uh, and these girls, they're starting to get lonely. And, and they want to go home to their parents. One wants to go hunting with her dad again. And... They're really fearing that this beast is going to emerge. Yeah. Well, guess what? Huh. He does. Uh-oh. On the plane. That's right. It's like uh. a whole, full Teen Wolf style uh, change. You know, you see the cups uh, appear out of his hands. Yeah. They start filling the water on the plane into his hand cups. Uh, and um, and, he, and he has a lot of trouble at customs because he does no longer look like his passport picture. Oh yeah, because his face. Where's binoculars for eyes? Has which, binoculars for <laughs> eyes. Which he did not have on his passport. Yeah, but it gets through eventually. Um, they're pretty lax at the moment because the judge overturned the uh, the ban on people with w- angel wings and yeah. cups for hands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, it's not fair, is it? It's no, not, no, they're people it's not, too. It's not even if they are beasts. Yes. And he's uh, he's coming for the uh, the girls. He's coming for them flying skating. <laughs> Flying hand skating. Well, he's, he's a real triple X. <laughs> he's a real Xander Cage. And this is the thing: he has proved to become, throughout his through his evolution, he's become literally the only person who is a physical match for Xander Cage. Who we last left uh, in our last uh, podcast, I think he was just he was just uh, he had ennui, like he didn't know what to do with his life because he ended up becoming a villain because he just had no one who was his equal. Well, finally, he's found it. And guess who skateboards alongside the beast on his way to the girls who are trapped in there? It's none other than Xander Cage himself. He's a triple X again. No yeah. longer a triple. Why not? <laughs> and and a huge fight ensues. Yeah, oh, and it's a great fight because he's brought his team. He's got the sniper girl. He's got the DJ. He's got the car guy. And Kevin, the uh, who is the beast, also has all these characters inside him. He's got like a DJ character in himself, and the dog is fighting the sniper girl. It's just, like an amazing fight where they're all just fighting one guy, but he's like freaking out and becoming all these different people. Oh my god! And 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 the fight, the it keeps it builds, right? It builds, and they're fighting, and then boom, Shyamalan. What? Xander Cage is that person? <gasps> they were the same person the, the the whole time, and it slowly, the camera slowly zooms out. Slowly zooms out of the sky, and the sky turns into some like pulses, like boop, 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 pulses. What's this? Is this a brain? Is this a brain? What's that? Who are you? Who? Who? who where are we? Where are we? I don't. I don't want to do it. <laughs> do it. I'm so enthralled. 
It was a dream. <gasps> but guess where the dream was happening? Inside one of the passengers' ships. <gasps> That's right. This is the kind of dream you have. M. Night Shyamalan himself has 78 personalities and he's asleep on the passenger ship so he can go to the future and keep making movies forever. You mean the ship from the movie Passengers? Yes. Oh my God. He's on the passenger ship. Oh my God. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. So this just comes out and we see that he's one of many people flying towards this new ship. Yeah. So then we pan across to see Chris Pat just jerking off. Because <laughs> he has a condition where he can't stop doing that all day. Of Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, um, it's 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 a it's a weird twist, but that's what it is. It's much because much Allen has to be inside his own movie in his own movies, yeah, and he's playing himself, who has eighty four personalities, who wow. is asleep, and the havoc he is about to unleash with all these personalities when the passenger ship lands, if it ever lands. Well, we I do know it lands. It yeah. gets landed by Sully on the Milky Way, <laughs> Captain Sully. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, shit, that was a good twist. I was really good twist. Really, One of his best twist. And I'm glad the um, well, with the beast, the beast will you know he will be seen another day, but uh, not not for not in our lifetime. No, which is good. Unless one of these films takes place in a different lifetime, <laughs> who can say what's going to happen? Well, uh, M Night Shyamalan, you did it again, mate. I can't wait to see your next film. Mm. What is the next one? I don't know. You don't just give him a break. He's just finished this one. Well, you know, I like it's. It's good to be busy. That's true. What's our next podcast? Podcast. I can tell you what it is. It's uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Is it? Yeah. Really? You don't want to do Resident Evil, the final chapter? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> do you know, I'm, um, me and Nick were going on a date to uh, Logan. Oh yeah, we got some tickets, and we and we both got sent the tickets by the distributor, and we said. Let's go to that whole movie. And it's like literally the thing I'm most excited about. <laughs> I haven't seen a whole movie in so long. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. And we're not going to do a podcast about it. There no. you go. We're just going to go see it. Yeah. You can ask us in person how it was. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you'd enjoyed us, please uh, let us know and rate us on iTunes, uh, which is a thing I've noticed the other Little Empire podcast people asking people to do. Really? So I'm going to I think oh. we should start doing it. Well, d- and go rate their ones bad to make up, to make up for <laughs> no, the- No, no, uh, no. Rate them all good. <laughs> Rate them all high. Okay, oh, fine. Yeah, give us a red on iTunes. And, um, and go check them out. They're all good. Yeah, it's all good stuff happening on the Little Empire podcast. You've been listening to The Male Gaze, Nick? So good. Fantastic. I mean, I'll give that one a go. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I've listened to it already. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a wonderful network. We're so stoked to be a part of it. And if you are in Auckland or have the ability to get to Auckland, on the 25th of February, we are doing a live episode. Uh, it's it's in Auckland, the basement. Is it around there? Uh, it's at no, it's at Backbeat. Backbeat, sorry, it's at Backbeat on Cairo. Just go on the on Facebook, you'll yeah, find yeah. it. Little uh, Empire Podcast Festival, and there's a, a one ticket can get you entry to all the live podcasts. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're in New Zealand, come join us for the Little Empire Mini Festival on February 25th and 26th in Auckland. All your favourite shows will be there, including The Worst Idea of All Time, The Male Gaze, The Walkout Boys, and Bonus of the Heart. Details and tickets at littleempirepodcast.com slash live.